Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 12th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I am Anna Marie. And we are happy to be recording for our 12th straight week. Not mm-hmm. only is this 12 episodes, but we're actually doing this in 12, in like weekly increments, yeah. <laughs> which is really, we'd hoped we'd have been able to do that, do it, and mm-hmm. we're still doing it. So the 12th episode is actually Bonus. in our 12th week. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks for uh, yeah, we thanks for listening. You. We got some good feedback um, uh, over the last few weeks, especially. So we appreciate you all out there listening. Um, we're going to start this episode the same way we start the bulk of them. And this is the new to the collection segment. So we have um, two to talk yeah. about. What's the first one, Anna-Marie? The first one is Ethnos, designed by Paolo Mori, just like uh, Paolo Mori's Blitzkrieg, Blitzkrieg that yep. we talked about a while ago, and um, art by John Howe, and published by Simon Games. And uh, Ethnos came out in 2017. It did, yes. Ethnos is a game <laughs> I've wanted for uh, a long, long time. This is another game that we got from our friend Kurt's Purge of his collection. Thank you, Kurt. Yes. And um, <laughs> it's a game I wanted for a long, long time. And I actually had it on order at one point, but then the, the company I ordered it through stopped oh. doing orders. So, like, all of my pre-orders through them got canceled. Well, this was serendipitous then. Yeah. Just meant and, to happen. Um, oh, yeah. I've been excited to to get this one. I've I've seen a lot about ethnos and i know it's a lot of people really enjoy it i particularly wanted this game just because of the box art Mm. and uh because it's just cool it's like a big warring fantasy with dwarves and orcs and it almost looks like you've got like half lord of the rings on there then like it looks like you got gandalf and and oh, yeah, like Frodo, very, very lord of the rings <laughs> right yeah but um, and then a bunch of skeletons yeah and but, like yeah the game itself when you actually like look at the board and the components and stuff it's like totally different is it yes <laughs> one of those hey it's it, this this box cover art really has no like you would swear you that know, they put the wrong game in the box yeah i think i remember like ages ago now like yeah. watching a dice tower and they were they were saying that how like the yeah. cover art is very different you just, go from this which i didn't looks think like, about it until just you said that it looks like if you were to predict what's in this box you'd think like oh some sort of mini like minis battle yeah. like like um war of the ring style looking yeah. game where you'd expect some sort of area control minis based yeah thing in a in a fantasy land but it's the not. game on the inside is very <laughs> bland and like oh. euroy looking, oh. where it's like cubes and like just <laughs> and like everything's kind of browny green. Okay, and just has yeah, it's just funny. And not that I think that's bad necessarily, but the game just not what box, you would get. From I remember the when I first looked at it, I thought this looked incredible just by the box, but then yeah. it's not that at all. It's it's a very good game, but the art and the game just don't <laughs> don't don't, don't drive really well. represent each other yeah. which is really funny yeah i haven't played it yet so it'll be fun to no and to i get that to the I table i don't know if kurt ever did play it oh. i'm not sure because i never got to play it and i assume might have been one of the ones that got to play with him um but no i don't know if he did or not i'm not sure but either well, way we've I got think it. it he can play it with us if yeah, he hasn't <laughs> it's, it's always been high on my list and it's does it play three to six no, two, uh, two to, six. to six. Two to six. Okay. So two to yeah. six players. Yeah. Well, we could even play it, the two yeah. of us. So we'll see how that goes. But um, 
That's enough about Ethnos. We could talk about the second game that yeah. we got that's new to the collection. So the second game uh, new to the collection is Arboretum. I think that's how you say it. I heard Norm talking about it, and that's how he I says it's it. So Arbor Arboretum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Arboretum. That's what I'm going with anyways. So Arboretum. Thanks. Arboretum. Um, thanks, Norm, for the pronunciation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Norm from Cardboard Conjecture. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, this game is from 2015, designed by Dan. Is it that old? Yeah. Man, I didn't realize I, that. I didn't either. Designed by Dan Kasser, art by Philippe Guerin, Chris Quilliams, and Beth Sobel. I love that last name, Quilliams. Quilliams. <laughs> yeah, it's neat. Cool. I like it. And uh, published by Renegade Game Studios. Yeah, Arboretum has been, again, a game on our list for a long time. We've seen it a hundred times. I even bought other games thinking it was this game because I remember you had said you wanted this game and it was the <laughs> one with the tree on it and I kept mistaking it for other games and I kept buying other games. I'm like, here's that game you wanted and you're like, uh, no. No, but then I think one. you did get, I think you kept thinking then that it was this one too and it was, there was another game that I wanted. I don't know. And... I remember I just bought a whole bunch of different <laughs> games with trees on the front and they were never quite the one you were looking for, but now we have... Now we've got them. Arboretum, yes. <laughs> and a plethora of tree games. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Um, but yeah, this so one So what is this one about again? I don't, I don't even remember. So this one is, um, I guess the gist of it is, it's a, a card game that's got set collection, tile laying, um, and hand management. Um, you basically are creating your own arboretum. So you're um, you're trying to make the best, most colorful, um, but also having set collections. Hmm, so the okay. points the points are determined by cards left in your hand and the sets that you have. So I, I, I believe uh, you can't score unless you have a card in your hand as well. Like you can't yeah, score remember, the points on the table unless yeah, you have the cards in hand. Something neat about it, yeah. Because I mean, this this game does have the uh, shut up and sit down and like recommend sticker yeah. on it. So I mean, that's. That says a lot about what this game yeah. is, right? It's, I don't know, it looks awesome. On the back it says, um, you must choose which cards to plant in your arboretum and which to keep in hand, as only the most expert curator will win the renown of nature enthusiasts everywhere. So you're just trying to make, I think, nice, colorful paths for um, yeah. for people to walk on or yep. walk through. And um, yeah, it just looked, it looked really colorful and... It looks it like does. it would be nice really on the nice, table. Really nice box art. Because all the trees are different. Like you've got red, orange, purple, pink, green, brown, like all white, all sorts of trees mm-hmm. um, in different, I guess, um, different times of their, you know, blossoming and, and you know, whatever. I can't think of the word. <laughs> What's yeah. the, that sounded really weird. What's the word I'm looking for? Different, like, le- I don't know, life cycle stages <laughs> different times of the year yeah that's what i'm saying you know anyways y'all get what i'm saying so we've got uh arboretum i'm pretty excited to uh to play that so uh yeah that is the uh the second new to the collection that we have oh there's our dog wagging around here again (laughs) usually makes appearances about this time depends on when we record when he starts (laughs) trying to tell us that it's bedtime yeah um (laughs) Yeah, so Arboretum, I mean, it looks good. And we finally got it. Heard really good things. Clearly with that endorsement from Shut Up and Sit Down, it's got to be a pretty good game. And um, Norm's endorsement. He liked it a lot. Nor- yeah, Norm's yeah. endorsement. Sure, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, I'll go with that. Um, so I think that's 
about it for new to the collection and we are going to head on over and talk about a cool game currently on kickstarter Mm -hmm. in our crowdfunding segment we will see you over there Alrighty then, here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode, and we are going to talk about one game, and that game is currently on Kickstarter. What game is that, Anna-Marie? That game is Senjutsu Battle for Japan, published by Stonesword Games and designed by James Faulkner and Paul David Allen. Yeah, Senjutsu Battle for Japan. Now, um, I'm just going to read a little blurb off their site because it's Sounds way better than what I would say, (laughs) as usual. It says, The centuries-old authority of the Ashikaga shogunate has collapsed, casting feudal Japan into a brutal civil war. Clan has turned upon clan as daimyos, local liege lords, struggle to accumulate power and prestige. Sinjutsu is a samurai skirmish game for one to four players, set in the warring states period of feudal Japan. Playing as a unique samurai, you will battle opponents in tense, thematic duels that will decide the fate of your clan. Fun. Yes. How cool does that sound? Samurai. I love the whole, everything samurai. Yeah. You know, just, you know, I just, I love Japanese uh, martial arts and everything that comes with that whole, uh, that whole, everything. Their history is just incredible. Yep. Um, And this game looks really oh. really good um uh, it looks very cool i love um the minis on here because they're not typical they're not no. they're all like they're all just the japanese different types of the japanese you know the samurais it looks like you've got oh, yeah. um all warriors different samurai, different, you've got different sorts of warriors it's just neat it's and it's yeah. not it's not the typical miniatures that you would see no um, they look very very well mm-hmm. well thought out and well done they look incredibly cool um, the box art too. Oh, artist looks so nice. That draws me in. Any yeah. and you know the the Japanese art is it will always draw you in because it's like plain with yeah. like light, usually white or gray with the pink like cherry, the pink blossoms, cherry blossoms. Right, the petals. Draw you in. Oh man, it's and just you can't you can't get much better than that. It's no, like a win every time. It's gorgeous. Yeah, especially when they have it like falling on snow. Yeah. or whatever. It just looks incredible. The box art is is phenomenal. Dynamite. It's very um, nice. And yes, the minis look really, really cool. And it is a skirmish game, so you're going to have minis that are fighting other minis. Um, it just looks really, really neat. It's got all sorts of stretch goals going on here. There's neoprene mats. There's there's all sorts of stuff going on. You know what I think game. I was trying to say with the minis, which I didn't capture very well? Typically in minis, you're, you've got lots of like a ton of armor and you've got big guns no, the, and you've yeah. got like things like that. And and these, they just strip it down to the time period. And oh, yeah. They make it very accurate looking, yeah, right? Very, it just looks. Some um, of them are, are just wearing their like their robes with like katana blades and other guys are, are done up in their the robes and it, they look the so nice gear yeah. and oh yeah the everything just looks awesome i'll stop talking about them i just wanted to try to put it to words really, what yeah, I I was they do look really really good yeah. um yeah and it's, they've unlocked all sorts of stretch goals um there's a few different pledge levels here mm-hmm. um one one two, we missed three four yeah, there was there was a few that oh, I wish we'd got in on. Yeah, we but didn't realize it. There was like it. early bird, 
pledges for this that were you had awesome. to be on in on day one yeah, I think, and that was it like that. we missed that but we ended up going with um the deluxe game pledge and this one is a 49 euros which is about mm, 80 dollars canadian and this one is going to feature uh the core game which has the four minis and the battlefield board and trackers and decks and special ability cards and reference books and things and it includes um all whoops all sorts of uh so it's got the core edition it's got path of the ronin solo narrative campaign which is pretty cool uh the winds of change solo narrative campaign number two neoprene battlefield mats metal player ring tokens and sinjitsu premium art slipcase. very cool very cool um and there's, I was looking at those metal rings, and yeah. those are like the rings, like say, like from uh, uh, Blood Rage. Yeah, or, but they're metal. But they're metal, and they look really yeah. cool. Like they look just way cooler than like a piece of plastic, right? You know, they just look awesome. Yeah. It's like what we're talking about is a little ring that goes on the bottom of your standee. Uh, and there they are, right there. Um, that in many Simon games, especially the uh, uh, Eric Lang games where you just click it onto the bottom so you know which minis are yours yeah. on, on the table where they have a little colored ring. But these ones are metal, and they, they're very, very cool looking. Here's my million-dollar idea. They should have magnets, magnetic ones. So yeah. you just, That'd be like, neat. Magnets would be cool. I was going to yeah. say, you didn't seem that excited, but you redeemed yourself with the last comment there. Yeah, <laughs> they do seem really cool. They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that is what we're going with, is that... that um, that pledge there and it comes with all the uh stretch goals and whatnot as well um but yeah this game it seems to be really well priced yeah um which for is especially which is really the nice quality of what we're looking at here for this game um there's our dog moaning again um yeah it just looked really really cool i don't know what else to say like it just it, for a skirmish game like I, i'm thinking of two samurais battling it out on on a on a battlefield sounds really really cool they did have another unique aspect um with this kickstarter um if you make it to the bottom of the page which takes forever which but on kickstarter <laughs> takes you forever to but get to. um this is actually the first game in a trilogy of games yeah no no yeah let's talk about that this is really really another great cool thing that they these these guys have, got, have going mm-hmm. on here yeah so yeah they it's the first in the trilogy um of uh, of games in Japan, so the this is the first one. The second game um, is instead of a skirmish, like games with a Japanese theme. But yeah, it's yes. it's like taking different um, different genres of uh, battles in uh, different, well, different genres of gaming, 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 and different battles. Yeah. in uh, that happened in Japan based is, off of so different... this is game number one, and it's a yeah. it's a samurai skirmish, skirmish. game, and then yeah. I guess next year or next project is yeah. going to be this next one. The next one's a 4X army and empire controlling strategy game yeah. where you're playing as a leader and a warlord. <laughs> which sounds yeah. very cool. So which oh, which leader and warlord makes sense for a 4X game. Yeah. Right? Because oh, yeah. you're trying to control and stuff. Um, and then the third game is a cooperative narrative-based miniature dungeon crawler where right. you play as a ninja defending your homeland. So How cool, cool is that? Right? I cannot wait 
for all three of these. Yeah, guys. like it's just neat how they took three different aspects of Japanese history and mm. culture in different times, time periods, and put them into like the game mode that would you know kind of best fit fit yeah. that. And it's very neat. I'm very curious. To, I'm very uh, curious. to see how they play out. Yeah, and oh, we're I'm certain we'll be in on all these. Um, just quickly too, the the characters that you get to be in this uh, this particular skirmish game, you get to be well if you add him on, and we will. Um, <laughs> you can get the ninja. So one of you, one of the characters can be is a full on ninja. Be the and ghost. Another be the can shadows. be a ronin. Another can be what's called the master. It just looks like an old wise. Uh, samurai master um then there's just a straight up samurai warrior and then there's a student which looks kind of cool where he looks kind of like uh i don't know makes me think of like young anakin skywalker sort of thing (laughs) and uh it does and um just funny hearing anakin skywalker and like samurai well that's what star wars is all based off of. i know but it's it's just old samurai and old western i think of anakin i think of um Hayden Christensen and like the whiny Anakin. Yeah, no, and it's no. like, this I, I wouldn't like... compare them to like a Japanese student, like samurai student, but no, he yes. just looks like a Padawan, you know? Like, yes, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. and I agree. Uh, but the yeah. dress and everything, yeah. like, yeah. Characters look really, really cool. Attire, not. And um, yeah, we're excited to back this one, and we are definitely going. Oh, are these the three games? They are. I didn't know how to pronounce them. That's why I was keeping the names. Senjutsu is the this one that we're backing right now. The second one, which is going to be that daimyo. Daimyo, yeah. Daimyo, that's the four X army one. And then there's one called Yugen. Yes, and that is the the ninja, the cooperative narrative based dungeon crawl. esque game. Oh yeah, cool. I never even saw they have they have box art for all three. Yeah, that could change. The box art could change. That's just their sure initial projected ones. I assume they'll be similar to that. Yeah. And they look really good as is. Yeah. So that is cool. And yeah, that's uh that's uh Senjutsu. Uh the cool uh Japanese skirmish yeah. game. Battle for Japan. Yeah, I'm excited to play that. So Me too. That is enough about that we are gonna run on over to our main topic of the evening. The evening. <laughs> See you over there. And here we are at the main topic of the episode, and we are going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review. review. And <laughs> today, uh, yeah, what are we gonna, what are we going to review in this episode, Anna Marie? We are going to review Savannah Park, uh, designed by Wolfgang Kramer and Michael Kiesling, mm-hmm. and um, published by Deep Print Games and Capstone Games Family. Yes, Savannah Park. So this is a game that I knew very little about. Mm-hmm. Until... Oh, I forgot art. Art by Annika Heller. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Want to okay. get that in there. Yes, Annika Heller artwork. Um, the um, This game is one that I knew Yeah, next to nothing about. And then I remember you brought it home and you're like, oh, this is one of the pre-orders came in. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, I don't even. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I was like, all right, well, yeah. And I didn't know anything about it. I hadn't really heard much about it and, and everything. So 
Well, let's just get into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read off the back of the box um, as to what their kind of general theme of this game is. So it says Savannah Park. A beautiful day is dawning in one of Africa's most exquisite natural paradises. You run a park that's home to some of the most fascinating wild animals in the world. A herd of zebras has gathered over there. Antelopes are grazing in the shade beneath a tree. And a young elephant is playing happily at her watering hole. You have a lot to do. You must gather each type of animal into large herds, lead them to watering holes, and protect them from bushfires. A tricky task, especially as each animal can move only once. And your opponent... Has a say, has a say, in when? Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, yes, they do. Yes. So yes, they do. They do indeed. So let's talk about how this game works. Each player is going to have their own uh, starting player board of yes. a different color, per se. They're all the same board, though. Yeah, it's all the same board. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you're going to have a little box which. Reminds me kind of like Animal Crackers box. And inside that box is going to have 33 tiles? Something like that. I think it's 33 tiles that are all different arrangements of animals. There's the elephants, zebras, giraffes. Rhinos. Rhinos, antelope, antelope, and... We said antelope at the same time. (laughs) And um, (laughs) ostrich. Yeah. And... So you have those six animals, and you have your every tile is going to be different. Yeah. So like one, there's going to be each, one tile with animal, a single yeah. ostrich, a tile with two ostriches, a tile with three ostriches. Same for all animals. And then pairs of like one tile will have an ostrich and a rhino. One will have an ostrich and a and a zebra, zebra, and so on. So there's all equal amounts of these different tiles. Yeah. And you're going to have these all in a box, and you're going to lay them out on your uh, on your player board at random. Uh, filling in all the blanks, basically. Yeah. One um, one side of the tile is like a savanna, like sandy colored. Yeah, and then just the, a yellowy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other side is your player color. Right. And, and you're bo- putting them all yellow side S- up. Yeah, sand side up first. To start. Yeah. And so you're going to, yeah, you're going to fill out your player board and laying and filling out all the blanks and you're going to leave, uh, there's a there's a rock tile or a rock section in the middle of your board you're not going to cover yeah, that same and with the grasses and the trees yeah and the fires there's and the fires three yes. different fires bush fires bush fires that you can't cover as well so you're going to cover up all the rest of the spaces of all these tiles at random yeah and then your opponent's going to do the same and you're going to have a little um was it a marmot meerkat meerkat kind of marmots in we the savanna we have marmots here no <laughs> It's a little mere... i don't think anyways i could be totally wrong maybe they do have marmots <laughs> yeah. you'll have a little meerkat uh, meeple that'll sit on the top right of your board and you'll also have a little uh, safari guide person uh, sitting on the main player on the scoring, scoring board, board yeah. that's in the kind of the middle of the table so on your turn you are going to do one simple thing you're going to choose say I go first yeah you're going to choose one tile say I pick the single elephant tile yep I'm going to I'm going to take it off my board. I'm going to grab my, the meerkat meeple and place it on the spot that I grabbed that uh, elephant tile from, just so that I know where I took it from, yeah. because it can kind of get lost in what you're doing. And while you do that, I do the exact same yep. thing. I because... have to choose the single elephant, and I have to pick it up off my board, take yep. the meerkat, and put it in the spot where yep. I took the elephant from. And all you do... <laughs> yeah, this game is so so interesting. All you do yeah. is just flip it over to its 
colored side, so that my mine is always red, and I would <laughs> take that and I would have to place it on another empty spot on the board, which to begin with, there's not many. Um, there's the only like, ones you can't cover. put them on are the uh, the, fires the fires and the rock. And the rocket. You could place it on top of one of the trees, one of the bushes, yeah. or in, in something that might be empty yes. altogether. And that's all you do. So I choose the elephant. I flip it over. I place it somewhere on my board. That forces you to choose the elephant, yes. which is going to be in a completely different spot yes. on your board because they're all laid out randomly. And you have to place it somewhere on your board. And then it goes simply. And then on my turn, I pick something. Let's say yeah. I'm going to pick the double giraffe tile, the mm-hmm. one with two giraffes. I pick it up and I do... We do that same thing, but you have to I pick have to it pick up, up as the well. Double draft from wherever it's sitting on my board, and I have to pick it up and place it somewhere. Yes. And once you've placed something somewhere, it stays there because you flipped it over you flipped to your over. player color. Right. So that once it's onto the red or blue or whatever side, that means you've played this, and that's it. It's not moving, and it's got the same pictures. It's got the double giraffe for the yes. single elephant. But yeah, then it's um, it's a very stark difference in color, so you can't mistake for whether you've played it or not. Like one the one side is all yellow for all players the other side is like a, a navy or a deep red yes. or a light blue like they're very different so yeah so we're gonna go round and round the table doing this this thing round and round we go we're just picking up these animals and flipping them over and putting them somewhere else on our board and you're gonna do that back and forth but whatever i play you have to play whatever you yeah. play i have to play and so forth and now, you go back and forth the reason that this is so interesting is because when you go to score along with these animals you also have uh, each animal on one tile will have a single like say a single elephant with a watering hole yes and a single giraffe with a watering hole they'll also have some multiples so maybe you've got a watering hole with a zebra a giraffe and an antelope yep. and then you'll have a watering hole with all six of the animals so um, when you're creating your board and you're moving things around, um, when you go to score, you're only going to score your largest, what would you call them? Herd. Herd. There you go. I was going to say cluster. Herd is definitely the right word. <laughs> your largest herd, um, of that type. So you'll score your largest herd of giraffes, your largest and yes. your largest herd of elephants and so on and so forth. But you only score the largest herd that has a water hole in it. Right, you're always going to score your largest herd, but you have to make sure that there's a water hole there yes. or you're getting nothing. That's what I mean. If, yes. if you don't have a water hole, yeah. you're not going to be able to score it. Right. So, so yeah, you're trying to, as you're doing this whole flipping over and placing thing, you're, you're starting to try, your whole goal is to try to group all those animals together as best you can yep. on the board, but that's not an easy thing no. to do. And it's and you're taking the animals that are in the largest herd and you're multiplying them by yes. the number of water holes they have. Yes. So, so as long you, as you, as long as you have say, you know, three or four draft tiles touching each other, mm-hmm. and one of them has a, a water hole. hole. Say you had on you had five tiles and you had seven giraffes somehow yep. touching each uh, touching each other. Uh, yeah. And you had a water hole. You're going to get seven times one. Yes. You're going to have seven giraffes times one water hole, seven points for your giraffes. You throw in an extra water hole. And then all of a bam, sudden it's 14. 14. Right? Because you could you could pair it up with another water hole that had, say, a giraffe, a rhino, and an elephant. Yeah. But you've slid that in next to your giraffes. Yes. And then it's going to score that way. The multiplier is going to score that way. But before you get to any of that stuff, 
I was the jumping ahead, thing, sorry. The way the thing <laughs> scores. So you're going to go back and forth doing the whole placement thing. And yes. You're trying your best to group your animals together with at least one watering hole yeah. connected to them. And you're also trying to avoid the bushfires. Yes. So to the bushfires, what happens is, so when you go to do the scoring here, the first thing they're gonna you're going to come across is the bushfires. So if you have any uh, tiles See, that have a single animal on it beside the single bushfire. So there's a single bushfire, a double bushfire, and a triple bushfire. Yes. So beside the, your, the first bushfire, the one that just has a single flame, if you yeah. have a single animal, a tile with a single animal on it next to that bushfire, it gets removed from the yeah. board. It's off. So if that one single animal that you have to remove was connecting your largest herd, then bye bye herd. Yes. <laughs> if you don't you've, have another you've one done connecting a bad them. Thing. <laughs> and then the same thing's gonna happen for the double bushfire. Yes. You're gonna remove any tiles that are beside it that have two animals on it. it doesn't have to be two of the same animal, it just has to have two, two. animals on yeah. the tile. Beside a double bushfire, you can have single animals, yep. triple animals, mm-hmm. totally fine. But if they're and the same thing is gonna if, go for the triple exactly. bushfire. Any tile with three animals on it is getting eliminated off your board. Yep. So once you've gone through and done all of those, you're going to then look for the grasses. So there's grasses, little little grass spaces that are on your on your board. So any of those grass spaces that you didn't cover up, you're just going to get a point. Yeah, you get Simple. one point <clears throat> Excuse me for everyone that's still visible. Yeah, if you can still see it, you're going to get a point for it. And you're just going to move your little yeah. uh, worker or your uh, safari person down the, uh, down the points board. And then you're going to move on to... Uh, the trees, like the nice yeah. savanna trees. Yes. Any savanna tree that you have not covered up is going to get you three points. Yes. And then you're going to move your little <laughs> your little uh, worker guy uh, down the, the, the safari board. Safari guy. Safari yeah. uh, leader. Or <laughs> your tour guide. Tour, safari tour guide, let's yes. Say, let's call him a tour guide. I don't remember who he yeah. was. And you're going to move them and uh, get your points. But then you're going to start the whole craziness of all scoring all your animals. And you're going to score all six of your animals in different ways like you're going to start with your drafts or whatever and you're going to find your biggest herd of drafts and hope that you had a water hole attached to them and you're going to score them with x amount of drafts times x amount of water holes gives you your score for your drafts yep you're going to do that for each one of your animals yes going around and then at the end of that whoever has the most points simply wins yeah and it's that simple yeah and it sounds very simple it sounds simple (laughs) It's a very simple game play. It's ultra simple. It's yeah. one of the easier games I've, I've played in a long, long time. But that doesn't tell you the whole wise, but story. It's, so that's no. that's how the game plays. Yes. Okay. So we've talked about the general theme, how the game plays. So yeah. you kind of, I think everyone understands what's going on. So the theme. Um, does the theme lend well to this game? Yeah. I think so. It's I think loose, it's loose. I think it could be other themes too. Sure. But does it work? Yeah. I think it totally does because there's animals all over the safari and and you're trying to as the, see the biggest herds. Yeah, like it makes yeah, sense that you want to see get them, them most. To, to group together. And I don't think it's. I, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think, I think it's fine too. Fine. Yeah, totally fine. Um, the artwork. I think the artwork's really nice. It's very. Um, it's it's very. Um, I'm not good at, distri- at describing art. Well, the, it you know, fits like it. when I when I um, described Juicy Fruits uh, a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. like that's very cartoony and yes. yummy kind of <laughs> delicious, Juicy fruity. yeah, kind of looking <laughs> art. Yes. This is also cartoony um, with some slight detail mixed yeah. in. 
Um, but it has a nice stylized. It, style, it's very stylized. I like that. It almost looks like a mixture yeah. of like watercolors with thin hard lines put on top. You yeah. know, where like it was originally painted. Kind of like watercolor. how you used to outline things as a kid. Yeah, like it, it seems like yeah, it seems like it was made with a whole bunch of soft everything, and then some nice black hard lines put in to add detail. Yeah. And I think it's fine. I think it's really really nice. Yeah, it's. No, um, I, I do like it. Yeah. It the, well, the cover box looks very much savannah e. Yeah. And the boards all look this look that way, and everything's just nice and kind of colorful, and all the animals look really nice and cute, but nothing's crazy high detail. <coughs> um, but Excuse also me. not ultra cartoony. It's just kind no. of, kind of a good mixture. Yeah, it's just fine. It's it's a nice art. Nothing to complain about. No. Which leads us to the components. So, the components are. They're also, also nice also and fine. Nice yeah, and fine. There's nice nothing wrong here. You got tiles, hex the, tiles. The, yeah, the tiles would be, uh, again, not unlike say Carcassonne, where you know that style of thickness of cardboard mm-hmm. um your player board is again just is a nice actually a nice, nice solid cardboard. piece of cardboard um you'd mentioned before like it would have been cool to have had a dual layer for some mm-hmm. of the stuff so they did they kind of they kind of get janky and slide around a little bit when you're trying to yeah pick one out and move it around and a few things kind of slide it's, it's not, not crazy bad. no it's, it's not, not bad, bad at all but yeah would a dual layer have made this look really sharp yes is it, it necessary? No. No, it is not. No. Um, so, yeah, the components, I think they're fine. Yeah, they're me too. Kind of classic cardboard. There aren't a ton, which is nice, because then there's just no, there's your not. little meerkat, Actually, and then honest, your safari guys. It doesn't need a lot. I really like th- their little boxes, though. Yeah. They're, oh, they came, they're super yeah, cool, actually. They, yeah. yeah. So they came with these little boxes. Not flat. Fold you had flat. to fold you had them to, up. You had yep. to fold them and make them into the boxes. But they're actually these really nice boxes yeah. that contain each players tiles tiles so instead of a bag they've got a nice little yeah. and it fits and honestly, nicely into the box it did make me think of animal crackers yeah when i was looking at it right <laughs> like those yeah. old school 90s kids yeah. animal cracker boxes i don't know if that's the way they're going for but it, i feel maybe they were yeah i'm um, just because these are little animals and yeah. in a box so i don't know I, I do really like those little boxes so it's made me start to think of shirley temple animal crackers <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, um, but yeah, no. So on that note, I'll say the components are actually really good. Yeah, I like the little them. meeples, the meerk- the meerkats are really awesome. cute. They're, they're standing up, yeah, they're looking standing, around the savannah. Totally, like they're you know when you see them and they're like looking Timon. around, like Timon, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the little uh, safari uh, yeah. guide is cool. They're basically just point trackers. Those guys, yeah. like they're but they're nice. I like them. No, no, and for the sure. Little, the little boxes that hold your your tiles is, is particularly awesome. really It's nice. a nice way to keep them separate. Yeah. And I haven't really seen that. They came no. with, how many display to Six? Four. Four? Came, yeah. Is that all there was? Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's four nice boxes, and each box has artwork on it, and and a colored stripe to kind of tell you that this is where the red tokens yep. go, and that one has the blue, so forth. So no, no, the um, component's really, really good. Yeah. So this is where we can come to, do we like or dislike the game? I really liked this. Oh yeah, this definitely like this is game is one of the easiest games. Easiest, most difficult games out there. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's seriously one of the most easy games I've yeah. ever learned, especially in the last long while. Yeah, 
is the simplest rule. This would be actually a good place where I wanted to mention that one of the reasons that I was really interested in getting this game is because I'm like, oh, animals. And I'm always looking at games that are going to be good for us to play and that would be good for the kids to play. And this game is actually um, like eight plus is what they say on there. Yes. And they say like 20 to 40 minutes. And one thing that's neat is that eight plus is great. They they have a kids, a variant for kids in the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, it has several different variants. Yeah, yeah. So the board that we play that we play on, you can flip it over, and on the other side of the board is like how you would set up a kids game. Well, there's two different things to that. We'll look at that. There's because more. you're right, exactly on that. So there's the one side of the board that has a as a a finite setup. Yes. This is how you play the game. On the other side, it's like blank. Yes. Right? And each each uh, set of tokens comes with trees, grasses. Yes. Fires. You can you set up can your own out. board. So you could put out none, like yeah. no fires, right? So you can yeah. go on the other side and put out some trees and grasses and put out no fires so that no animals are going to get eliminated. Oh, but you're still doing the same thing where if you put out a fire, I have to put out a fire. No, I know, but... But that's neat, though. But I'm saying if you want to yeah. make this easy, say oh, for yeah. kids... For kids, yeah, they have... You could put out no fires yeah. so that they could just place animals out and gather them together and score points. Yeah. Or you can make it more and more difficult as yeah. you want, and you can put those fires and you can put those fires in different spots because yep. right now in the on the on the main side they're they're, they're set. equally set and yeah. split. But you could say like put two fires over there and one over here and make things really really yeah. different and oh, different yeah. and the and the whole game kind of flip upside down. Yeah, but yeah, for the kids they like they take out they take out they recommend taking out the bush fires yeah. like you said and also disregarding the watering holes. And just trying to get right. your groupings of animals sure. together. So that's kind of neat because yeah, um, our oldest, he he got it. Like, he picked up on it. Instantly. He's totally good with it. But I also think that um, some making some of those adjustments for a younger one, he'll be able to play with it too. And it'll be a four-player game that the whole family can play. Yeah. So I like – and I'm that's what I was kind of hoping for when I saw this. And I'm happy with that. I think that will definitely work out. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think it's cool. And it has a – not only does it have this this uh, side of the board that you can edit and change mm-hmm. and make it easier, hard, uh, but it has a solo mode. Yes. So for the people out there that love solo gaming, that's not us, but I know you're out there. So I haven't tried the solo um, version, but... No, I haven't yes. tried it, but I assume it's really, really good because this game is bloody good. Yeah, it's like so challenging very challenging because you're you're you have this whole idea and you're on your board when you look at it it's very thinky and it's you see like oh when you lay them out random like oh i've got kind of a group of zebras maybe i'm gonna try to work that as my group of zebras but then you forget you're like oh but i'm gonna have to move them so this original setup is not what it's gonna look like you can't just flip them over because you cannot place where you um, took it from yeah, you cannot place it in the same place that you pulled it from. That's why your meerkat is holding it. So exactly, it's uh, it's very thinky. It yeah. And I find myself so many times where I'm like, okay, it's her turn now, and as long as she doesn't, you know, choose the the one with the rhino <laughs> and the elephant on it, like I'm fine. And then you're like, I'm gonna choose the rhino and elephant, and I'm like, ah, yep, okay. And then you're like, oh, same my whole here. plan is going out the window mm-hmm. right now. And then you're like, okay, well, if I throw that over there, oh, it's going to get, I can't put it there because that's, that's beside the two fire. That's going to just burn my, uh, like chase my animals out yep. of there. I can't put it there and I got to put it over there and now it kind of screws your whole plan up. And then you got to just kind of think and go on the fly. 
game is excellent. Oh, yeah. It, it's the simplest rules. It's simply picking up a tile, flip it over, place it somewhere else on your board. Easy and your to learn. It has to do the same thing. Yeah. Easy so to teach. Easy, but so difficult. So intricate, just like the decisions that you yes. have to make and awesome. where to put them. And, like um, really, really good. And this, this is one of the better games for me um, about, like, it, it makes me think of Targi. When you're playing Targi, Yes. And everything I do affects you, yes. right? And affects what you can and can't do. So when on my side with this, it's the same thing. I could look at my board and only my board the whole game and be fine with That's, it. That's, yeah. But you could, I could look at your board and say, okay, if I move, she's clearly going for rhinos right now. And if I were to say, oh. we need to manipulate the three rhinos this turn... And I can see that if you were to pick up yours, you'd have to put it somewhere else in the yeah. opposite of the side of the map, away away from your yeah your, your current rhinos. rhinos. Like you could do that for sure, and you could so and so I'm the, not there yet. I no, didn't look. No. At, I I haven't looked at your board once <laughs> no, yet. No. I, I thought about it. I'm like, no, I'm not but even going to go option, there. Right? Oh, absolutely, and it is. That's this. That's the style of game this can be. Is like not just what's good for me, but what would mess with you. Yes. Right. But right now, no, we clearly just kind of yeah. try to do at least what <laughs> we think is best out, yeah. for our board, not even really caring. But what that you is do. 100% but if you could get down to that kind there. of targy level of being like, okay, if I move this here and I move that there, that really is going to mess her yes. up. And then, like, I'll take a lesser move to really destroy whatever yeah. you were up to on your side. It's a very puzzly, thinky yes. game. And for a Capstone uh, family yeah. edition game, like, this is clearly. Uh, designed for kids in yes. mind with kids in mind but this is just so so good this this has really surprised me yeah i thought it was going to be more actually like more of a kid kid game but it's not like no. you can and you can have fun with it even on the regular version depending on the age of, of your kids of the kids playing but it, it's a very thinky puzzly game like it, where and trying to think steps ahead, but you it's hard you to because you don't know what the other person's going to choose. So you it's <laughs> its tough. It's, it's good. Like Murphy's Law, every time I'm like, oh, I'm fine as long as she doesn't pick that one. There's, there's like 12 tiles she can take. <laughs> so as long as she doesn't take that, I'm fine. And bang, you take that. And I'm like, Happens Argh! to me too. And then you're yeah. just handcuffed and you're just struggling. And this does say, it does list 20 to 40 minutes. And I think that's bang on. It took us about half an hour. Yeah. While we were learning the game, yeah, and but um, honestly, you le- you learn this game in like a minute, yeah, on what you need to do. <laughs> um, but then it's just so like you got to sit there and think. What you're like, okay, she, I got to move that. Like, oh, she picked that one. Now that my whole thing is messed up, so now yep. I've got to change my whole game plan. You got to sit there and think. So, AP can be a thing. Oh yeah, that's. But it's not that bad because it, you kind of just be like well. I got to throw it down in the lesser of two evils right yeah. now. And there we go. And away we go. And we pick something up. I was fighting mine. I, I was, know. Yeah. I was feeling it coming on. I was like, oh, I haven't had AP in a really long time. <laughs> but this one um, was I could, bringing I it I felt up. it creeping up on me. Yeah. And, and then our, our brat, our oldest one, <laughs> is sitting there at the, end, at the other end of the table just laughing going. Yeah. Like basically making clock ticks at me. I was like, hey. You're not helping my situation. I know. <laughs> and I was trying, like, hey, I, I recognized it. And I was like, you just got to make a move, Anna Marie. Just pick something. It doesn't just matter. Take the whatever it's just a you game. Think is just okay, pick something. Right? 
But but no, this this game surprised me. Yeah, it surprised me a lot. I'm like, glad it surprised you. That's it really good. did. I didn't know what to expect from it. I had no clue what it was, mm-hmm. and it is very good. Well, and Capstone again. I I don't doubt it. Like when I yeah. see that, I was like, oh, it's a Capstone game. It's got to be pretty good. And sure enough, it's really really good. So clearly, we like this game. Yeah, definitely um, like this game. So this is the point where we could say whether we recommend it or not, and if so, who for. I think we clearly do recommend this game. Um, if AP is a problem for you, maybe not. Yeah, if <laughs> maybe you get not. hit with it hard, this would be this could be a, a one where you sit there and you're staring at your board for a good while on a simple single move. <laughs> yeah, and so so it might be troublesome for somebody. It could be <clears throat> who but, suffers from AP a lot. But this could be played with kids. Honestly, yes. it's, it has what eight up on here. Yeah. Um, I think you could play this with Especially, younger. I think so, too. I think with the variant they have, taking out the bushfires yep. and disregarding the watering holes, I think you could play it with a younger kid yep. as well. Our, our six-year-old, I think a six-year-old could play this as is. Yes. Um, mm, but yeah. certainly with with removing a few things, he'd be all over this. Yeah. Um, so you can play this with anybody, but I still enjoyed just playing it with you. Absolutely. Just a head-to-head yeah. uh, battle, like, of, like, wits sort of thing yeah no uh, just so i i'd recommend this for almost anybody yeah if you like tile playing puzzly yeah games you know tricky i think that's the thing is it's it is puzzly because you're yeah you're trying to and the nice thing is that it's is it random when you lay your tiles out so it's going to be different so there's also that so you could lose this game i guess just because of the way that your tiles are laid out versus someone else's no but you can't like because it's if all things were equal, it would be equal. Yeah, but, but this if all isn't. things were equal, the, the no, game would be good. No, but that's not good. the point of this. No. Um, the point of it is to be kind of chaotic, right? Well, yeah, so and, and you do have... So that I and you have to pull your zebra, and where it is... You do have the trees and the bushes that, and the, the shrubs that you can... The grass, sorry, that you can go over, right? So if yeah. you go over those, um, it kind of frees up some more spaces. So you do have some wiggle room. You do, but I'm just saying... I, know, for those, I get it. Those people out there that are like, I can't deal with randomness or whatever, like... This is probably not for you. Yeah, that's but true. That's I, true. Uh, that's not the point of the game. This is supposed to be chaotic. It's supposed to be. Well, it's animals. They move around. Something. I think that's thematic in that way, right? No, oh, yeah. Animals I agree. aren't going to be in the same spot every time. They're going to be moving. They're going to be, you know, oh, yeah. meandering, nope. hunting, all that kind it's... of stuff. There is also, sorry, we didn't even mention a, lo- a variant where a lion comes in. Yes. We haven't played we haven't that, that yet, no. so I won't get into it. But there is something yeah, else probably adds more. Yes, but they, I'm assuming yeah, the game is good even without that. Chomp, but chomp. Um, no, I, we recommend this for pretty yeah. much anybody. No, I really as long enjoy as you it. can handle a bit of randomness um, and chaos because that's yeah. what the whole point of this is. Yeah, but yeah, that's Savannah Park from Capstone Games. Family, Ooh, big yeah, Capstone Games family. Really, two big thumbs up from me. Um, yeah, definitely. And it, uh, yeah, it impressed me. But here we are at probably our shortest episode in a yet. while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely in a while, if not maybe even our shortest episode. Um, but I think that brings us to the end here. So yeah. you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, our YouTube channel, The Meeple Dungeon. You can contact us on our email if you would like to contact us about uh, reviewing a game or with some feedback or whatever you might want to ask us about anything. Yeah. You can ask us, you can check out our BGG account. 
uh, look at our library if there's something you want us to talk about. There's lots of stuff on there. Meeple Dungeon, you can find us there. But our email is themeepledungeon at gmail.com. And you can find us on all sorts of other things here. The What You've Been Playing Wednesdays podcast and uh, the Kickstarter Excess of Value show on Dyson Dragon's YouTube channel. And... I play with I was just gonna say, <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. I play cards with Ryan from Cardboard Conjecture most Wednesdays. It's been a little hit and miss lately. Mm. We just play cards on his uh, the times. YouTube channel over there. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to run. Uh, we will see you next week. Cheers. Bye-bye. Have a great week, everyone. See ya.